Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's a JMIE, your 174,551st favorite podcast host. And as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. And I will be honest with you when I say this. I had an episode already recorded, already mixed up, already raring to go. Um, having to do with my recent visit to the Memphis Comic Expo, talking about that and talking about Comic-Cons in general. And then this afternoon, um, some bad news came out of the pro wrestling world. Um, if you're a pro wrestling fan, then this is going to be news to you. Uh, the passing of the greatest manager in professional wrestling history, one of the top five greatest entertainers overall in professional wrestling history, the weasel himself, Bobby the Brain Heenan, passed away at the age of 72 with complications from throat cancer, which he has battled on and off for years now. And because of that, and because he was so good and such an instrumental part of professional wrestling, and because he was such a big part of my childhood growing up, as you know, a heel announcer and a heel manager, I just figured I, I had to. I just wanted to talk about him on it. So, this episode is going to be about Bobby Heenan, the life of Bobby Heenan. Um, I just want to say right off the bat that my condolences go out to the Bobby Heenan's family, his his wife, his daughter, his grandkids, his friends, family, everybody. Um, during this rough time, uh, we are the Nerd Pro Podcast sends our prayers and condolences to you. And just rest in peace, Bobby Heenan. You're no longer dealing with the issues that plagued you for so long. And you're flying high in the big golden squared circle in the sky. And thank you for all the memories. Thank you for the laughs. Thank you for everything. And this is dedicated to you. Bobby Heenan was born in 1943 in Chicago, Illinois, and he grew up a wrestling fan watching out of Chicago and Indianapolis-based promotions. First job. As a wrest- in the wrestling business, was carrying bags and jackets for the wrestlers and selling refreshments at the events. He ended up dropping out of high school at 8th grade to help take care of his mother and grandmother. And through this, he got his first job in 1965 as Pretty Boy Bobby Heenan, being a professional wrestling manager, the heel manager, the, the start of what would be the greatest manager run in professional wrestling history from the greatest manager in professional wrestling history and one of the best talkers, one of the best overall workers. Official job was for the World Wrestling Association, which was an Indianapolis-based promotion at the time that ran from 67 to 74. He was a manager and a professional wrestler. He he His pro wrestling skills, while they were there and he was good, he was never going to be a Bruno San Martino type, or even though he wasn't a thing, he wasn't going to be a Hulk Hogan. He wasn't going to be up there and be a, a big, big, huge professional wrestling star. But his management skills is what brought him to the forefront. I mean, he's worked for every big promotion that you could think of, from the AWA, the NWA and WCW, to the WWE. He did a little bit in TNA. I mean, he's he's been everywhere and pretty much done everything you can do in professional wrestling as far as being a commentator, a manager, a wrestler, a referee, everything. And he was great at doing all of it. I mean, if you listen... To just some of just some of his his of the wrestlers that he managed, it's a who's who of the wrestling business. I mean, I've I've got a list here of Nick Bockwinkle, 
Angelo Poffo, Bobby Duncan Sr., Adrian Adonis, Big John Studd, Ken Patera, King Kong Bundy, Andre the Giant, Ravishing Rick Rude, Paul Orndorff, Harley Race, The Barbarian, Kurt Hennig, The Red Rooster, Brooklyn Brawler, He Managed Ric Flair, Lex Luger, Haku, Buddy Rose, Butch Reed, Colt Cabana, Nigel McGinnis, CM Punk. Now, granted, these guys were later on, but he still did it. Baron Von Rasky, Ernie Ladd, Nikolai Volkov, Austin Idol. He, he's he, the Blackjacks. He did the Brain Busters. He was the Colossal Connection, which was Andre John Haku, was manager of the Valiant Brothers. The, and I know I named a lot of names right there, but that's because he, that's, how, that's how influential he was. That's how good he was. The, all of these characters have different gimmicks. They have different personalities. They have different ways they talk, speak, act, work, everything. And he meshed with every single one of them and made every one of them better. It takes a lot for a professional wrestling manager to work. Usually you have to have this this over-the-top gimmick. Looking at the likes of Captain Lou Albano, looking at the likes of Jimmy Hart, looking at the likes of people like this who were good at their craft and are great. Jim Cornette being another one. And now Paul Heyman. Every one of them have their own style and their own way of acting, but Bobby Heenan rolled so much of it perfectly into one gelled great heel manager he had a silver tongue that could talk anybody into the seats he was quick-witted off the top of his head he could insult you and compliment you in the same sentence and you wouldn't even know which one was which his mic skills were unmatched by any manager and almost any professional wrestler there are very few that could keep up with him on the mic and he was so good later on he became a color commentator for the wwf uh, where he worked alongside Gorilla Monsoon, which was his main partner. They were big. They were great friends. Um, that's through anybody will tell you they were they were great friends. And Gorilla Monsoon passed away, and uh, when he passed away, I, th- I think it kind of got to Heenan a little bit. I remember the episode of at this time he was working for uh, WCW on Monday Night Nitro when he gave his farewell speech to Gorilla Monsoon live on TV and he said that the pearly gates will forever be called the gorilla position and as Shivani starts in talking again about what's going to happen in the show you see Heenan over there who just gave a goodbye to his friend and he's wiping tears from his eyes and he's choking up and it was such a real moment from somebody who forever had played this character of being a heel to see this great moment of genuine loss and love he had for a friend of his just proved how big of a man he was how big of an influence he was and i think that that really helped influence him i think george i think gorilla monsoon they they complimented each other so well because gorilla monsoon being the straight guy the former you know popular professional wrestler who was the the baby face commentator basically he told it like it was and he didn't be in the heel they were a perfect match kind of like a jim ross and jerry lawler for anybody who's listened later on and maybe didn't get to see that, those they had that same dynamic and their chemistry was so great and they worked so well together. And to hear his, when he was managing, to hear his promos he cut with Mean Gene Okerlund being the uh, backstage announcer and talking to talking about Hulk Hogan and what he was going to do to this person or that person, being the guy who was a tough guy and he was, you know, always ready for things. Always ready for a fight, but was uh, scared to back it all up. 
but was never afraid to poke fun at himself. The Weasel costume, which was his idea and stuck with him his entire career being called the Weasel, proved how much I think he, he cared about the business and loved the business because not many people were going to, at that time especially, were going to allow you to embarrass them like he did. He, he, he did anything he could, whether it was embarrassing to him, whether it didn't look good to him, whatever, he did these things that endeared him to the wrestling fan because he, he went out there to let everybody get make sure they got their money's worth. And as as a heel announcer, he again was the greatest that there could ever be. Nobody can top Bobby Heenan on the microphone as a manager. Paul Heyman will be the second and even Paul Heyman will tell you he bows he'll bow his head to now late great Bobby the Brain Heenan. Um watching him as my, I saw him a little bit in the WWF, but my main thing for him was being a commentator in WCW, listening to the wisecracks and feeding off of everybody. He was one of those ones that can improv at the drop of a dime. He didn't need a script. Basically, it's give him these points. He's going to go out, and he's going to handle it, and he's going to make it gold. I mean, he'll make it completely, absolute gold, as he did every time he was on the microphone. Before it, when he joined the NWO, when he wasn't in the NWO, when he was on Team WCW, when he was questioning Sting's loyalty, doing all of this, Bobby Heenan was one of the best color commentators ever in the professional wrestling business. And again, it's one of them things to where if you gave him any kind of any job in professional wrestling, I don't care what it was. Any job he took, whether it was the wrestler, whether it was the manager, whether it was the color commentator, backstage announcer, no matter what he did, he did it to the best of his ability. He did it the most entertaining way possible. He always kept his character intact, even when it wasn't, not when it wasn't supposed to be, but he kept his character intact, even when the joke was on him. He had that smarmy, I'm better than you, I'm smarter than you mentality. And that's what makes the perfect Hill announcer. And that is what every Hill announcer now until the end of time will look back on and will draw from as an inspiration. Because Bobby the Brain Heenan, again, is the greatest to ever do the Hill manager persona. And I never got to meet the man. He uh, got throat cancer. It was 2002. And it, it, it ravaged him. He, he had reconstructed surgery on his jaw multiple times due to the complications from the chemo treatment or the treatments for his throat cancer. He had issues with tongue cancer. Uh, he was, at the end of his life, he was ravished with a lot of injuries, but he still made every booking he took, uh, whether it was a meet and greet or anything, he still managed to be there and to make jokes and to try to lighten and bring a smile to everybody's face that ever met him. Every fan that met him that I've I've ever seen, nobody has said a bad thing about him. They say he's one of the best and most genuine guys in the world. If he called you, if you were lucky enough to call him friend, he loved you more than anything. He loved his family. This again, these are things that I've read and what I've heard from everybody. Never got to meet him personally. Never got to and you know, it's one of the things to where you always want to meet you know, these larger-than-life characters that you have grew up with and seen. And, unfortunately, I never got the opportunity. But this is just going by what I see and or what I've read and what I've seen and what people have said that have met him that I've known. 
And it's again, we lost a a big big component of the pro wrestling world and a, a big part of history. Um, there'll never be another Bobby Heenan. There'll never be another person who takes who brings that much joy for being a manager and and just the the love he had for the business, the love he had for the fans. Again, he worked every major promotion there was. He managed some of the biggest names ever, and he seemed to do it all with a luster and a, a zest for life that was amazing. At times, he went over the top. He could be mean. He could be vile. And some of his interviews, he could seem like he's spitting venom. Maybe it was genuine. It wasn't. I don't know. He was never one, apparently. If you watch any of his shooting interviews, he was never one to shy away from telling somebody what he thought or what he thinks. And I think that's what helped him because the brain uh, character was Bobby Heenan cranked up to 12, which is what every good professional wrestling gimmick ever is. And, again, he'll he'll truly, truly be missed. And Bobby Heenan, I mean, you're, you're in every professional wrestling fan's thoughts or prayers. You're always going to be on our mind. You're never going to go away. You'll always be remembered as the greatest that ever did it. And for that, um, we're going to toll the bell ten times as a customary professional wrestling would do. I'm going to end the show by tolling the bell ten times in remembrance of, again, the greatest professional wrestling manager to ever, ever pick up a microphone and talk. Um, so before I do that, I just want to say thank you again to everybody. We're I'm on Twitter at NerdPoolPod. I'm on Instagram at NerdPoolPodcast. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, everywhere you can catch me. The YouTube channel is coming soon. Thank you all again. So before we toll the bell ten times, that's NerdPool for this week. Uh, moment of silence for Bobby Heenan. You will be missed. Oh, yeah, what is that?